How to Create Lasting Change, Redeeming the Time Brothers podcast, a podcast by Gene Kissinger and Norman Kissinger, two brothers who have spent their lives in ministry and raising large families. Our desire is to provide a digital place for those who long to belong. We are developing discipleship tools, distributing them across multiple platforms to bring about a rapture-ready body of believers so that when Jesus Christ comes back, he will have no trouble recognizing his own children. Tonight's nightlight is out of the Older Testament book of Ezekiel. In chapter 36 and verse 26, I'll pardon me as I look down while I read. A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you, and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you an heart of flesh. God is promising to do something new from the inside out in the heart of the people, and he's offering that through the words of his prophet. God wants to bring about change in our life. And I got to thinking about change when I was thinking about some of the old movies I used to watch and books I used to read. Uh, Inevitably, they would involve somebody in a witness protection program. That was a program the government sets up to protect people who are testifying against very dangerous people. And they essentially move into a new community that's very unlike any community they've ever been a part of. And they adopt a new name and a new image and a new way of life. But inevitably, the thrust of the movie, uh, sort of the the catch of it, is they have trouble integrating into this new place, this new setting, this new name, this new lifestyle. And so the change doesn't last, and ultimately they do something stupid in it, and it ends up attracting the attention of the bad guys, the battle begins, and so on. I got to thinking about that. How do we change, and how do we effectively change? I think we've all experienced times when we've tried to change something, but the change didn't last long. And one of the things that I noted in in my experience with counseling with people and then also being mentored by people is that people that create effective or lasting change in my life change at the highest level in the change hierarchy. Now, what's a change hierarchy? Well, at the bottom of the change hierarchy is you change your environment. You move, you move out of, you've got some situation that's not a good situation, so you assume that a different location will be important to bringing about change. And often it does bring about a change in your life. So say that you have trouble with drinking. If you stay out of a bar, that's going to be a big help to you. But that may not deal with the totality of your drinking problem. Okay, so let's say you move up the hierarchy of change. After changing the environment, you change your behavior. You start changing some of the things that you do. So you stop, uh, you stop buying alcohol at the store. You don't buy it anymore. You don't buy it at a bar. You don't buy it at a store. You don't buy it at a restaurant. You're changing what you do. Now that's a good thing as well. You changed your environment and that helped. You change what you do, that helped. But then another level of change is a level of change about what you think about. Because it would be possible to change where you go and what you do, but you might not be changing your thinking. So those old triggers that caused you to go back to drinking or drugs or whatever the habit is that you're trying to change, they're still there. Those internal triggers are still there. So you have to change your thought process. Now we're getting into the biblical realm of things. Metaneo, repentance, has to do with a change of how you think, a change in your mindset. So you're thinking differently about that habit, that sin, that thing in your life that needs to be getting rid, gotten rid of. So you change your thinking. 
Um, then another way that you, though, that you can change, and this is a, a more profound way, is you change at an identity level. Now, how do you change in an identity level? So before you were a drinker, you, you identified yourself as a drinker or as a smoker or as a whatever it was that you were. That was your identity. But if, when you can have a change of identity, that changes everything below it. So you change at an identity level. So the Bible says in Ephesians 1, uh, 6 and 7, that, that you are accepted in the beloved and you are who God says you are. But how do you get that new identity without it just being something that you assume for a period of time and then it falls away? Well, that's where, where Ezekiel comes in. That's the spiritual experience. When I have my spiritual experience of being born again from God in John 3, verse 3, John 3, verse 7, if you want to check it out, being born again, that changes me at an ident changes my identity as a Christian. And then that affects what I think, that affects what I do, that affects where I go. So the higher up in the, this, uh, the levels of, of change, the higher up in this, these levels of change that you can make the change, it affects everything below. But if you just change the bottom ones, it doesn't change anything above it. So if you want to bring about lasting change in your life, go to God and become born again. Admit that you're a sinner. Believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins and, and that he is offering you forgiveness for your sins as you repent of your sins. And he's offering you the gift of heaven by grace that something and, and giving you mercy. And man, that changes you in an identity level and that begins to change everything below it. We'll, we'll do some more talking about these levels of change down the road, how you can use that to, uh, to leverage change that is lasting change in your life. But for now, let's pray. Dear Lord God, I thank you for this night. I thank you for these dear ones. I pray that you would help them to move into an appropriate lifestyle of a believer. Help them to live within the new identity that they have. Remove the stony heart of flesh from them and give them a new heart and a new spirit that they might be changed from the inside out. Not just changing a few little things on the outside, but having a, a radical transformation of their character and nature. Thank you for all that you've done. Allow us to rest well tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, God bless you. I love you, but Jesus loves you even more. Have a great night. Thank you.